Hello and welcome to the Duke's Handbook Weekly Am I the Asshole episode where I just read stuff out and tell people whether or not they're being an asshole or not. So hopefully you enjoy and let's go ahead and get on with the episode. God, you're such an asshole. Hello, and welcome to another AITA episode. I need to not swear in the first like 30 seconds or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, this one is called, Am I the Asshole for Lending My Kids Money for a Down Payment? I'm going to say no, but uh, I could be wrong. I am not rich. I still have to work very hard for my money. That being said, I do earn over 200000 in an average year. Bitchy rich. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not rich, but I make 200K a year, more than twice the annual salary of your regular person. My kids are out of university and working, but have trouble purchasing or having trouble purchasing houses. Even with government programs and such, the housing market is crazy. I have substantial savings and I tend to blow my money on random toys I want. Like I said, I work hard on my time off. I feel like restoring old cars for fun. I will. If I feel like, okay. My kids approached me about help getting a house. If they can go into a purchase with 25% down, they can save on fees and get a better rate. I thought about it and agreed to lend the money, lend them the money in return for equity in the purchase. For example, if my daughter buys an $800,000 house, I lend her $200,000, then I own a quarter of the house. If she sells it for a million, then I will get $250,000 back, since I would own a quarter of the equity, which is smart, if you ask me. But I mean, still, your daughter shouldn't be out there trying to buy an $800,000 house if she can't fucking afford it herself. That's how I look at it. She said I was being ridiculous and that I was an asshole for not just giving her the money or at least having it be an interest-free loan. I I can kind of agree with that. Um, an interest-free loan would probably be better for your kids. My son took me up on the offer and bought himself a modern home. Between the first-time home buyers program, my investment and his and his partner's savings, We managed to buy a house for them with almost a 50% down payment. My daughter is still calling me an asshole for taking advantage of her brother and is just going to buy a condo she can afford on her own. Am I the asshole? No. (laughs) I mean, so without your help, your daughter can afford a condo on her fucking own. So why ask daddy for help? She doesn't need an $800,000 house. Doesn't need it. She wants it. In this case, you were rated the asshole by the community. 
but I'm also going to say you're not the asshole. I think you're looking out for yourself and you're going to make sure that you get your fucking money back. And in, in that case, you're doing a 25%, um, uh, uh, equity on the house. Absolutely genius idea if you're going to lend your kids money. Now, in this case too, I think your daughter is just pissed that she didn't take up the offer. But again, doesn't need an $800,000 house. And unless she has a spouse or something like that, then what's the point in getting a house anyway? You might end up moving. So I think your daughter's being a little bit of a, 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 a just a, a smidgen of a little bitch and got a little bit of sand in her vagina. And I think she needs to grow the fuck up. Now, where I do think she's doing the grown up thing is getting a condo that she can afford on her own. Which is fantastic. That's what she should have done anyway. That's actually what your son should have done is buy within his means. Now, in the case here where him and a significant other and you all together were able to get a 50% down payment on the home. I mean, that's a genius. The, the mortgage will be low as hell. And he didn't get some outrageous $800,000 house that he doesn't need. So, no. For me, not the asshole. For the community the asshole but it is what it is not everybody i guess all those people think uh your daughter is entitled to your money but i don't think so hey if you're listening or you're watching on youtube do me a huge favor subscribe like comment share whatever it'd be absolutely fantastic to see who's coming and going and who's watching and who's, you know, doing their thing. So anyway, we'd love it if you just hit the subscribe and click that little notification bell. This one says, am I the asshole for bringing up the fact my brother hasn't had a steady job since he graduated three years ago? Yes. It's none of your fucking business. But let's get into it. Today we had a little barbecue for Memorial Day at my mom's house. And my brother, who's 21, was noticeably tired and not really speaking unless spoken to. But he's all—he's kind of always been like that. It was enough to be noticeably worse today. Though I asked him how he was doing. And he said he was fine and just had a long night with his friend on PlayStation. I told him he should have probably planned to go to sleep early so he'd have energy for the barbecue today, and he sarcastically responded that he couldn't help it. First of all, again, none of your fucking business. I regret my response to this, but I said maybe you'd have more energy if you had a job. His demeanor quickly shifted, and he was pretty insulted, but it's been a recurring argument between us that he needs to get off his ass and help our mom with rent. But for some reason, he just doesn't. No matter how hard we poke and pet him, poke and pet him, why are you petting him? He won't budge. He's not in college, and the only money he makes is when he goes lodging, logging with my dad, which isn't really a job and only happens a few times a month. Eventually, he started crying and ran to his room. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, then. My mom was pissed at me for ruining the barbecue, which I didn't expect to happen, and told me I should probably leave. Oh, 
okay. I'm a 23-year-old female, and I've had a job since high school, and I'm in college currently. I moved out when I was 19 and never looked back. But for some reason, my mom isn't as strict with my brother as she was with me. She occasionally sends him links to places that are hiring, and that's it. Honestly, he's got a heart of gold and lots of friends and family who adore him. I just wish he'd get a job and help with my overworked mom out. Am I the asshole? Update. I apologized earlier today and bought him lunch. We're also going to try family therapy and see how it goes. He also accepted my offer of trying to help him get a job at a place of work. He also told me he was thinking about upping his meds in the last few days and yesterday's events was the straw that broke the camel's back. Everything seems to be dandy now, but I may make a post in the future if he doesn't keep his word about keeping a job at my place of work. Okay, kids 21, you're obviously a little bit more mature and organized than he is, and uh, maybe the parenting has a, a place to play in that, but at 21, nobody is expecting a 21-year-old to have a full-blown-ass career, okay? So, I mean, like, kudos to you for having a job since high school and maybe keeping said job and moving up in said job. But at 23 years old, but I mean, like kids 21 now, granted him running to his room and crying. That's very childish. Um, I do believe that you maybe should have just kept your mouth shut until he's like 25 years old. So you're kind of an asshole on that. I'm going to, I'm going to give you that one. This one's called, am I the asshole for dropping out of my cousin's wedding party after a prank? We got a whole ass uh, page here. Pretty long. It's like a page and a little bit more. So I'm going to blast through this one. Throwaway. My 26-year-old female cousin and 29-year-old female got engaged. A f um, you're the 29-year-old female? I don't know. Got engaged a few months ago and asked me to be the bridesmaid. I was so excited to accept her sister, 32-year-old female, obviously, is the MOH, maid of honor. And there are three other bridesmaids. The date is set for April 2024. Oh, it better be my birthday. On April 1st of this year, she sent a PDF to the bridesmaids group chat that really made me angry. Uh, it was a list of wedding party responsibilities, rules, and regulations. It included a picture of the bridesmaid dresses that we'd be wearing, and they were hideous. And she told us that we'd have to pay $800 for them, and that the only they only went up to a size 8. So anyone bigger than that would need to lose weight before the wedding. That made me so angry because I wear a size 10. But also, she's like a size 12. So even fatter than me. Well, that's body shaming, asshole. And even then, size 10, size 12, you got about a year. Definitely get into that. <coughs> Other ridiculous things she added. None of us were allowed to be tanner than her for the wedding. 
so she told us that none of us could spend significant time in the sun for the next year. She wanted to have longer hair than all of her bridesmaids, so she said that we'd all have to cut our hair to our shoulders or shorter. She wanted to do a choreographed dance with all of us and insisted that we go to a three-hour dance class with her every Sunday until the wedding, a year away. Miss me. I'd already be gone. She said that she wanted her bachelorette party to be in Paris and that we would all need to chip in $3,000. Miss me again. There was more, but I was so angry I stopped reading and muted the group chat for a few hours. I was so livid and hurt that I decided to drop out of the wedding party, but I didn't say anything right away. The next day I checked the group chat again and everyone else had been chatting about how funny the bride's prank was. Apparently, at the bottom of the PDF it said, April Fools, but I hadn't read that far because I was so mad. Understandably so. I would have been, oh, I would have been gone. Everyone else thought it was hilarious, but it still really rubbed me the wrong way. I reached out to the bride to tell her how much this hurt my feelings, and she did apologize. But even though it's been almost two months, I'm still really angry. I decided this week that I no longer want to be a bridesmaid because of the mean-spirited prank and told my cousin. Now she's really hurt and angry, and the maid, maid of honor, other bridesmaids, and some of my family members are blowing up my phone, saying that I, I'm overreacting to an innocent prank, but I believe the pranks are only funny if the recipient finds them funny. That's kind of the point. Uh, and I definitely didn't. Oh, wait, that the recipient finds it funny. It's a prank when everybody else finds it funny and not you. But if you find it funny, then you have a good sense of humor. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, So am I the asshole? Edit. Okay, clearly I've been deemed the asshole. And I'll accept that. But I also realized that I didn't explain my feelings very well. I was angry because of all the items in the listed in the list seemed to single me out expensive dresses uh, and bachelorette party I make the least money out of everyone in the wedding party and it felt like a jab the sizing same thing only me and two other bridesmaids are bigger than a size eight uh, the hair we all have long hair but I have the longest hair out of everyone in the wedding party the tanning, I work outdoors, so I'm probably the one most likely to be tan. Everything I read on the list felt tailored to me. Okay, new information emerged. And uh, I would say you're the asshole for not completely reading through it and then finding out it's a joke. I would say that your reaction to it after finding out it was a joke was a little much. But even if it is tailored towards you, like take that as a compliment, because uh, obviously at that point, then you're the most attractive person in the wedding party. And that's who she's worried about uh, subconsciously. But the way you reacted to it, even weeks after and after finding out it's a joke and a prank, you're the asshole. I would say continue to be in the wedding party. Just let it be what it is. You know what I mean? Hey, if you've made it this far and you're on whatever you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, 
go ahead and give it a like, a follow, comment, share it with your friends if you've liked it this far. And we will keep on keeping on, I guess, as we as we move forward with the episode. Thank you for watching, listening, whatever you're doing, having me on in the background. Doesn't matter. Really appreciate it. Am I the asshole for canceling the entire vacation when I found out that my stepdaughters deliberately hid my daughter's passport to get her to stay home? Nah, fam. Nah. Did the right thing. Cancel the whole shit. Everybody. You know what? Everybody can't have fun now. That's how that works. But that's how I feel about that. I've been married to my wife, Beth, for five years. I have a biological daughter named Jay. I'm not going to put her name out there like that. She's 18. And I also have two stepdaughters named M and L. They're 25 and 28. Both are single moms and live with us currently. Damn. So not only do you have you, your wife, one, two, your biological daughter, three, M and L, that's six total, and they're single moms, eight, and that's if they're single moms of one. That's a lot of fucking people in one house, my guy. There's been issues about my stepdaughters asking my daughter to babysit the kids. Jay didn't have a uh, problem with it at first since since this is what she does to earn money. But since her stepsisters don't pay her much, she didn't refuse to babysit. She just refused to babysit. We worked this out by having my wife take care of paying for the babysitting. I planned a family vacation for three days and everyone wanted to go. However, both M and L suggested that J stay home and watch the kids since B, Beth, doesn't want her grandkids to come. They said it's because the kids are used to J and hiring another babysitter would cause issues and also said that Jay isn't too, quote, fond of our destination, but it was obvious that Jay wanted to go. They insisted, and Beth offered to pay her double, and there was just a lot of back and forth on this till I demanded they stop bringing it up. We were supposed to go last week, but when everyone had bagged their bags and was time to go, Jay found that she didn't have her passport on her. We searched her bag and went home and searched there. B and my stepdaughters uh, kept insisting that we go back to the airport or else we'd miss our flight. They insisted that Jay stay home, stay at home with the kids. They even told the new babysitter to go home because she was no longer needed. I refused to go and kept searching for the passport till M admitted that she helped L hide Jay's passport to get her to stay home with the kids. I was livid. I tried to get her to tell me where it was, but she said L had it. L denied, so I threatened to cancel the vacation, and that's when they gave it back. I decided to actually cancel the vacation and blew up at both of them and berated them. They stayed upstairs for a while, and B, Beth refused to speak to me and said that I punished my stepdaughters for worrying about their kids and wanting them to stay home with someone they know.
I got told I overreacted. It ruined the trip for everybody. Edit to mention, uh, editing to mention that kicking my stepdaughters out is impossible since my wife co-owns the house that we currently live in. Don't think you're the asshole. I think you did the right fucking thing. The fact that your stepdaughters did that to your biological daughter just so that they could have a fucking babysitter at home is absolutely ridiculous and childish of somebody in their mid to late 20s and a fucking mother themselves. I think you did the right fucking thing. You know what? You're a fucking good stand-up dude, and I appreciate that. So much respect. I'd probably end up doing the same thing. You know what? You don't want Jay to go? Then fucking nobody's going. Enjoy that fucking shit. All right, this one's called, Am I the Asshole for Standing Up During a Beyonce Concert? I personally am going to say no. People stand up in concerts. What are you supposed to sit there silently like it's a fucking movie? Stand up, rage, scream, have a good time. So I'm a huge Beyonce fan and have been my whole life, especially being a Houston, Texas native. This was my first time being able to afford a ticket to her show, and I'm currently living back and forth between Sweden and the States. I've never been to a concert in Sweden, and I was very shocked by how unlively the crowd was. So dancing or singing really from most people in my section. So, oh, no dancing or singing. Okay, got it. Closest non-GA to the stage. But I was out of my seat singing and having a blast as soon as the show started. And a woman and her partner behind me asked me if I could sit down so they could be able to see. I assumed since she was staring, starting the show with ballads, I was going to, I was doing a bit much and apologized and sat. But once the energy picked up and I was back up on my feet dancing, there were like two other people on my road doing the same. I honestly had the time of my life and even cried a bit. Ridiculous, I know. A little bit. When the show was over and I turned to leave the lady, I uh, turned to leave, the lady said, quote, you're not the only one who paid for this, you know. Is that how they react in your village? And I was too stunned to say anything back. I could understand if this were an orchestra concert or something. But her latest album is focused on house music and the ballroom scene, which is very likely. This happened weeks back, but I can't even enjoy my memories of the experience because I keep getting this pit in my stomach feeling like I ruined someone else's experience. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. You were dubbed the asshole by other people on there, which I'm assuming they're also boring little fucks that go to like concerts and don't have a good time and just watch it like it's a fucking movie. You're there to have fun. You're there to enjoy the music with other people that enjoy the fucking music. And I'm going to say this to people out there that get butt hurt that somebody's standing up and having a good time at a concert. Like, excuse me, um, don't go then. If you want to sit there in silence and watch the concert in silence, then listen to it in your fucking car or at your house. Other people are there to have a damn good fucking time. They're there to have a goddamn good time. And for you to destroy that for somebody, everybody there likes the same music, clearly. They're all there to see the same artist. 
But you got to be that cunt telling somebody that, hey, I don't like that you're having a fucking better time than me. You know what? Then don't ever fucking go to a concert. I have gone to concerts where it's fucking nuts. Absolutely wild. But I'm still having a goddamn good time. And I've literally gone to an orchestra and sat silently and enjoyed the fucking music. Uh, read the fucking room, y'all. Everybody likes to have a good time at a concert that is anything like Beyonce, Metallica, um, I don't know, fucking what you like, Justin Bieber. I don't give a fuck. The point of the matter is those people are fucking cunts. I think you're fine. I think you're fucking fine. And because those people are boring as shit, that's their fucking problem. That's not your problem. So just enjoy the memories of being able to hear the songs and being able to dance to them to the live music. So fuck those people. They're cunts. And you're not an asshole. That'll do it for this episode. If you haven't yet, go check out the advice episodes and keep an eye out for the Eagle and the Rue podcast, which is coming out shortly. We're working on the logos now and everything like that just so we can get shit ready. I'm doing a little bit of editing here and there because it is a fuck ton of footage to go through. And uh, thank you for being here and listening to this episode. I appreciate all of you. Um, yeah, have a good rest of your day, motherfucker. <laughs>